What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Foreheads Podcast, the greatest disaster on the internet. I'm your host, Golden Boy, alongside Sideshow Reinforced and Brand, and I'm coming at you live from Jamaica. So my internet is going to come in and out, and honestly, and we thought about this before, the sheer fact that we're on, I'm on an island, and I'm able to communicate with the outside world is a very, very incredible thing. So that's it. That's that's the opening for the show. That's all I got. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I and I in my screen, nothing's working right now. Everything Even, is all it's all pixels. So immediately when you say that, I just have to take it over because I thought today, just by happenstance, how incredible it is that before I was even born or any of us were born, our ancestors had just put down pipes for like water tap water and like toilets and shit everywhere (laughs) like literally everywhere you have tap water and shit everywhere these days and i've never seen them like you've never seen them put the pipes down the pipes are just always there they're just just part of the world yeah they just i never have to worry about dry poop there's just always (laughs) in the water you have seen them put taps in though like whenever they're doing not not all the time but a lot of the time when they're doing construction in the road they're fixing pipes and stuff like that I actually yeah, don't sure. know when when that kind of piping system became normal, but the Victorian times in the UK were horrific. I mean, just shit everywhere, all over the streets. Yeah. yeah. How lucky are we? Didn't smell very nice back then. Yeah. How do Bren, you know? Bren remembers. I can't talk about it. <laughs> he lived in a part of the UK where they just shit in the streets anyway. It's called Gloucester. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they do actually have... Piping for all of the toilets guys, and stuff, uh, but they just like enjoy sh- shitting in the streets. You guys like my t-shirt? It's pretty good for all of our audio-only listeners on podcast because this is a podcast. <laughs> That's a t-shirt of uh, <laughs> of Diva with a with a pistol. Yeah, I bought it the other day um, from Uniqlo. Um, the fifteen. Oh box. yeah, they had like a special Blizzard thing, a special mm-hmm. a special Blizzard line or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a shirt that I'm gonna wear at a. The homestand. Have you yeah. got pineapples on your shirt right now? Yeah, I do. I and mean, I was drinking pineapple juice earlier too. That's amazing. What, oh. what has Jamaica been like? <laughs> has Jamaica been good? I always think of Jamaica as just being like a a, a far off place that I will naturally never visit. Something like yeah. Madagascar. Yeah. I just very, think of it as very exotic. Yeah, somewhere so out there in the my, middle of nowhere. My favorite shirt, and she's a tiger on it. <laughs> tiger and flowers. Nice. Tiger and yeah. some flowers. Yeah. It, we've it's, all got lovely shirts. Uh, I will say, so my experience here has, hasn't has been the best. And Jamaica's been great. But this particular hotel uh, where I'm at has not been great. It's called the Excellence uh, Oyster Bay. Okay. And yeah, and so it's excellence. Everything's excellent. They say have an excellent day and blah 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 blah. But every anyway, but everywhere's covered in oysters. Or what? What's the part? No, what's no, the oyster no, part? No, no, no. I don't know why it's called Oyster Bay. Fuck if I know. Do they anyway, sell oysters? I, I actually, Cynthia, do they sell oysters here? She said no. Okay, so there you go. No. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. I, I imagine it's because they once uh, were able to farm oysters in the bay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, sure. maybe, and then they killed them all. <laughs> that was the most reasonable thing I've ever heard you say. That is. 
Okay, there's an so oyster bay. Let, so there's oysters in the bay. Let, let me tell you why the Excellence Oyster Bay is a hotel you should not stay at. Okay. So <laughs> basically, my, my wife Cynthia had planned this whole trip. That's in case Andy, I know you guys all know Cynthia, but obviously, you know, our audience. Yeah, the listeners not. at home. So anyway, they might not know. The listeners at home. So, <laughs> so uh, my wife Cynthia uh, had planned this thing. And this this trip because I I needed a break and I was exhausted and she she said I got you boo so plan this thing and uh, she was looking at all these different rooms that they had and this uh, room in particular that we wanted was on this rooftop and it was really nice it was a rooftop room and had a pool and had a nice view and it was really sick there was the one we didn't want which was their beach house which actually was like an apartment building but just four rooms next to each other uh and it was like beachfront right so okay. you could see the uh, the ocean which you know looks nice right uh but Cynthia wanted to get a tan and stuff so she wanted the sun to to hit us when we're on the patio and because of that uh the the beach house didn't have that it had a lot of shade and the rooftop obviously had way more sun so she says, oh, we're going to book the rooftop. Great. We, you know, I go do the AEW show. I'm like riding this crazy high. I'm super stoked about my life. And then I hop on this plane. And it's, everything's going great. Everything's just going so great. And then we get to the hotel. And everything's still going great, right? Like, I walk out the hotel. The guy sees the AEW shirt I'm wearing. And he's like, oh, my God, AEW is incredible. We start talking about wrestling. It's the best. It's the best. Then they take us to the excellence lounge all right and because we couldn't check in at the front we had to check in at the excellence lounge Mm -hmm. and uh we get to this lounge and this lady's there she greets us tells us all the things we're going to do today and then when we ask her uh, when's the room going to be ready she says oh you've been upgraded well that sounds good that sounds great you've gone from excellent to double excellent exactly right double excellence so Turns out we were getting upgraded, quote unquote, in case I'm lagging like a some bitch, uh, to the beach house, which is not what we wanted. <laughs> so my wife says, "Oh, that's not what we wanted. We want the rooftop." And then the lady straight up looks at me and she's like, uh, "She looks at both of us. She says, oh, no, you're gonna love it. Have you seen it? You're gonna love it.'" <laughs> we're like, "Okay, so can we see it?" And there's like, "It's not ready. Just come back later." And then, and then, you know, we'll show it to you. It's like, okay. So we come back at three o'clock. Mind you, it was already like 12, one-ish. So we went to get food. We walked around a little bit. Um, and then we came back around three o'clock. Then they took a while, but around like four-ish, they finally showed us the room. And it turns out that it was like the first floor of the beach house. So we definitely weren't getting any sun in the room. <laughs> And it was like literally Cynthia's worst nightmare. It was like the thing, or not worst nightmare, but it's like the thing that she, because there's like worse things in the world. But this was the thing that she just did not want, right? So we told them, oh, hey, we don't want this. And then the lady is like, are you sure? And we're like, <laughs> no, we don't want this. I love and, that she tried then, to persuade you into it. It's like she did. She really tried. She tried to act like like we didn't know what we wanted. So yeah. then uh, we're like, well, can we just get the room that we initially booked? And then they were like, oh, no, sorry. We gave your room away. <laughs> so, <we're, laughs> so, so we had this beach house, right? Excellent. Then, 
That okay, sounds great. so then we get to the beach house. Uh, oh, then they what they said. Oh, thanks, man. Cynthia just gave me pineapple juice. Okay, pretty so, lovely. It's a great day. Um, so uh, we get to the to the beach house, and uh, immediately upon walking in, Cynthia noticed that there was like a fuck ton of ants everywhere, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh, because we're we're low. We're like on the beach floor level." Which is literally the opposite of what oh, we booked. Oh, jeez! Okay. Fucking be, roof. Could it be yeah. all of the pineapple juice you keep consuming? <laughs> maybe maybe the do it. Gotta I don't buy, know. Gotta buy Miss Red. Like you know when you put salt all around the doors to keep out slugs. <laughs> Golden Boy heard that you have to put pineapple juice all around the outside of your house to keep out ants. <laughs> and they went out for dinner and they come back and they're like, "What the, what the hell's going on? Why are all these bugs in here?" <laughs> So check us out. So we get to the uh, we get when we get to the beach house, and she realized the answer there. We told them we didn't want it. They said, "Well, we'll get you the room you wanted tomorrow. Just stay there tonight, and then we'll get you the room you wanted tomorrow." And we had a tour to go to the next day. We're doing like this uh, awesome bamboo raft thing down a. a, a yeah, a river, I saw that on your Instagram. Sick. Yeah, it was it was gorgeous. Really, really fun to do. And uh, so we figured, all right, dope. So checkout was at 12 and check-in is at 3. And the tour started at like 11.30. And then we would come back around like 1.30-ish or 2 o'clock. And then we'll get food. And then we'll check into our new room. And then all's well. Narrator, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. We get there. The room isn't ready. No one communicates to us that our room is still available. So we just assumed that we were stranded. Because no one, like, we'd ask and no one would know. Mm. Everyone just said, like, oh, come back here at this time. Just go to the beach here. Like, just little things like that. And we're like, okay, but, you know, I wanted to change. You know, like, I wanted to go to the gym. And then I wanted to go do this. You know, it was, like, things I wanted to do, right? You know, I'm, your boy's about to MC the Atlanta homestand. I'm trying to look swole. <laughs> trying to get that, as my friend Toom said, get that swoliosis going. But I can't. If I'm fucking walking around this damn resort with my thumb up my ass. <laughs> so like Jack, like baby Bay out here. That's what I'm trying. Yo, bro, I can't let baby Bay get all the swag. Fuck out of here. Anyway, so uh, fast forward and it's now like five o'clock and we still don't have a room. And then I go to Cynthia and I'm like, you know what? Let's just go and check to see if the beach house is still available. Like, mm. who knows? Maybe we'll scan it and someone will be in there. Oh, but whatever, right? Let's just see. Yeah. So we went and scanned it. Our bags were still in the same freaking spot we left them in, and they told us checkout was at twelve. <laughs> Our bags were still there in the room. Pretty we could have been in the room the whole time, <laughs> but they didn't tell us. Oh yeah, well, so your, then your beach house was full. There was a thousand ants in there. They had to give precedence to those the, guys. They were there the before you were enjoying were. it. <laughs> All right, so then... It's, it's funny, though. Like, when you think the world's your oyster, life brings you back to bay. <laughs> okay, wait. So, go back to the Excellence Lounge. And Cynthia uh, tells him, by this point, I've tapped out. I've given up. I'm like, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't with these people anymore. Uh, or so I'll be sleeping on a bamboo floor. raft and floating down the river into the Atlantic. Much rather be doing that shit than what dealing with the dumbass crap here. All right, so go to the uh, go to the 
go to the excellence lounge. Cynthia then says that the person told her that they were rushing the cleaning of the room. And this is the thing that's really weird because check-in is at three o'clock, right? Why is it that they're still cleaning the room at six o'clock? It was a very dirty room. You're a filth beast. Yes, clearly. No, no, no. These people that were in the room that I'm in right now, filthy-ass motherfuckers maybe, just (laughs) skeet, skeet all over the walls maybe. Who knows? (laughs) We didn't get until this into this room that we're in right now, the rooftop room that we initially paid for until eight o'clock at night. Mm. So I only had one day in the room that I paid for. And I we didn't do anything other than just book a damn room. That was it. We didn't do we were we were nice to people. We were very cordial. We tried to we tried to be understanding on things, but it just got to a point where we we're just like, yo, dude, this is this is dumb. So now we have, and the thing is, we couldn't book a whole five days, so we're moving to another hotel tomorrow. That's but yeah, ridiculous. Like, but yeah, I, oh yeah, and then it was a point in time where it, yesterday, because we were like stranded for so long, that I was like, yo, let's just let's just find our bags, and I wanted to hop on a plane and just head home. Mm. <laughs> I was Jeez. like, I was like that annoyed, and it was just because it was like, all I wanted to do was just chill. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, you know, instead of felt like I was like going in for meetings. It was like it's like I was a twitch again. I was going in for meetings, and then the meetings did nothing, and then I would leave the meeting, and then get an email, and then go into another meeting, and then that meeting would do nothing because that meeting's a committee to handle the meetings that we just had, and that's like what that that's what the experience was. So that's it. So now I'm in this room, but guess what? My bitch ass is leaving tomorrow. So that is very weird. Yeah. So never go to the Excellence Oyster Bay. Okay. Pineapple juice, that I fuck with though. Is it Jamaica just pineapple though, juice? Though. Hmm. Is it just pineapple juice? And no, it's not. It's not. There's no alcohol in it. It's just pineapple. Oh. I'd be mixing that. It's very nice. I just like pineapple. Yeah, pineapple juice is lovely. Yeah. You know, pineapple is an enzyme that breaks down your uh, your your mouth. So what? it's uh, an enzyme that breaks down your mouth. Yeah. So it's the only fruit that when you eat it, it eats you. No way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, it, it contains, like, uh, what do they call them? Like, protein eases, proteinases or something. And they, they break down proteins. So they no they uh, they eat you. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, but I what didn't... do they eat? What do you mean? Specifically. I mean, no, I'm not saying the pineapple exists as a carnivore by eating you. I'm just saying it breaks down. You know when you eat a bunch of pineapple and it, like, it uh, it, it hurts the inside of your mouth? I don't no. know if you've ever eaten that much pineapple. I don't, but you can I don't also, maybe have, throw my pineapple. I think there was, a, there was either a video that I watched on YouTube or a story of a guy that removed his fingerprints by scrubbing them with pineapple. No way. Wait, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. No. This it, is absurd. No, because it has an enzyme in it that breaks down proteins. And I don't think many other foods, I don't know of any other food, actually, that has that. And so, yeah, it, it breaks it down. Oh, you fucking tell me all these days they've been like in movies, they've been cutting off people's fingerprints and shit, and they could have just used pineapple. Well, I think it takes a fuck ton of pineapple. I mean, I, I think you'd be going at it for hours. And also, it'd be incredibly sure, painful. You might, but you might as well yeah. sandpaper it off. I mean, you're still breaking it down. It's just, it doesn't taste nice. You're just rubbing, you're rubbing like kind of things that erode your skin onto your hands. It would be very irritating. Maybe I, I think the mental rip. factor from rubbing pineapple wouldn't hurt as much. Oh, it'd smell nice. Yeah. 
And my brain wouldn't be like, it's supposed to hurt now because there's pineapple in your hand. Well, yeah, because don't you, like, if you eat a lot of pineapples, it'll, like, uh, like um, agitate your uh, tongue and stuff. Yeah. 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 Because it's breaking it down. It's eating you from the inside. But why would you, then, you're you're saying it's not healthy to eat pineapple then? No, it's it's perfectly healthy. It doesn't break. It's not like chewing up your organs. It's just it's just <laughs> slightly slightly removing uh, or breaking down proteins on the surface level of your tongue. I think. Yeah, but if I eat pineapple for the rest of my life every day, I'm I'm just gonna. You might have stomach ulcer or something. Every, any, if you eat anything every day for the rest of your life, it's gonna have a negative impact lettuce. on your well-being. No, because it doesn't have the proteins. Maybe you have not to, to the, the, the proteins. Yeah, if I just drink warm butter for the rest of my life, it's not going to, you know, eat me alive. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? No, but also, you wouldn't want to drink warm butter in case you get diabetes. That would definitely kill you oh. faster than pineapples. Doesn't you, don't I, you get diabetes from sugars? You get diabetes from being fat, mate. Yes, but if I eat an adequate amount of butter, then I won't get fat. Well, sure, yeah, if you eat an adequate amount of pineapple, it's not going to melt your face either. No, but you're straw manning, <laughs> assuming that I'm going to eat too much butter, when I'm clearly not going to eat too much butter. Well, then your comparison is ridiculous, because you're talking about if I ate enough pineapple to melt my organs, or I ate a reasonable <laughs> amount of butter, which would be better for me. I mean, of course it would be the one that you ate a reasonable amount of. So you're implying that in order to destroy my body with pineapple, I'd have to be an, in a caloric surplus. A, an enormous calorific surplus, yes. So then this conversation is pointless. <laughs> yes, it was from the <laughs> fucking beginning. Uh, yeah, all of our conversations are pointless. This, this, is, you know. this is kind of dumb, guys. Oh, we well, get back when, on track. When Bren's oh, saying that. Oh, you have the gut to say that. <laughs> the gut? Yeah, isn't that how you say it? You have the what? The gall, the know, guts. Yeah. The gall, yeah. yeah. What, the fuck what I really that? want to talk about is... Actually, I have no idea. I don't have any talking points. All right, well, let me, let, me, let me say something genuinely that I do want to know then, because I haven't talked to Alex since he did this wrestling gig, and this was like a massive move up for, for you, right? Uh, I don't really know the details of it, but as far as Kev, the guy that we work with that's really into wrestling, was telling us, you were c- kind of commentating a brand new tournament thing with an absolute yeah. legend of wrestling commentary. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I uh, commentated uh, All Elite Wrestling, which um, was the new promotion started by uh, Cody Rhodes. And the there's like four wrestlers. It's Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. So these two guys, Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, they're like known as like the uh, indie darlings or independent wrestling darlings of, of ah. you know the internet and stuff. And what they did was they made a uh, they they did their own show called All In, uh, and they actually have their own YouTube channel too, which is hilarious. It's called Being the Elite, and they were like cutting all these promos. And one day they were just like, "We should we should do our own show." They did a show, sold out Chicago in minutes, uh, and then put on one of the best wrestling shows ever. Then I guess from there it kind of just. It, it kind of snowballed into uh, Tony Khan coming in. Uh, Tony Khan, his father, I forget his father's name, uh, but he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, and they invested and they created All Elite Wrestling. Shahid um, Khan, according to Google. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
and uh, my internet's really slow, so I don't think I, if I did it, I think if I touch anything right now, uh, I'm pretty sure it'll fall apart. So, yeah, and and All Elite Wrestling is interesting because it's kind of like being pitched as the alternative to WWE. Uh, mm. Right now, there are a lot of people, uh, diehard fans of pro wrestling that are not too enthusiastic about the current product of WWE. I love WWE, always have. Um, but I know that a lot of, you know, my friends that watch wrestling, you know, if you talk to Kevin, for example, it's like hit or miss, you know, like some things are good, some things aren't great. Uh, but All Elite is kind of being pitched as that alternative. And it's like, I would say it's like the first real competition that WWE has had uh, since the uh, EC, since the WCW days. Um and, you know, like if you followed wrestling at all back in like the 90s and stuff when Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker, Goldberg and WCW, NWO, like that was many consider that to be like the the highlight of all things professional wrestling. And then it kind of like had some dips and ups and downs from that point forward. Um, That's pretty oh, huge yeah. then, right? It's like the it's a direct competitor to WWE and you were there commentating it. That's pretty yeah. nuts. So, yeah. So, like, some folks left WWE to join this thing. And what they did is, so last year at CEO, the fighting game tournament in Daytona, uh, Kenny Omega was a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And one of the ideas that they wanted to do was combine the worlds of gaming and wrestling together. So, CEO, which it leans very heavily on pro wrestling um you know, like gimmicks and stuff, uh, partnered with New Japan on an independent show uh, called CEO X New Japan. And I commentated that last year. And it was amazing. It was super fun. Uh, it was a different show, but it was really, really cool. Then fast forward a year later, and uh, this time around, they made Fighter Fest, and the whole idea was that it was a spoof of the Fire Festival. Uh, it was really funny. Some good skits came from it, and all that. Uh, but what they did was they they made a full on show. AEW did a full pay per view uh, with a real card and and all everything. Brought out the big guns, the best wrestlers. John Moxley was there, formerly known as Dean Ambrose. He used to be in the WWE. He was mm. a big player there. Now he moved over to AEW. Um, and it was it was insane. Uh, and if you want to watch any match and kind of get like into it, I would watch the the, the main event, which was uh, John Moxley versus Joey Janela in a non-sanctioned match. Uh, Thumbtacks were thrown on the ground. <laughs> Bare what? feet was stamped on it. No. Yeah, it was, yeah yep, yep. What uh, do you mean non-sanctioned? So what they so in AEW oh. wins and losses count. Okay, and and uh, it's, it's kind of like a common thing with WWE where it's like you have a pay per view, two guys will fight, this guy will win, and then the next day on Monday Night Raw, the guy who lost wins the match, and they call that fifty fifty booking. So uh, it's like wins and losses like don't matter in right, WWE, right. but All Elite is saying wins and losses do matter. But the thing is, is that because John Moxley's first official match, quote unquote, will be against uh, Kenny Omega, um, they didn't want to spoil his win loss record right. on on a, on a match before his like official debut. Uh, so they had him fight 
the bad boy Joey Janela. And Joey Janela is a guy who's like flat out. He he's like known for the death matches. They're called death matches in professional wrestling. Where they put thumbtacks uh, on the ground, thumbtacks, barbed wire. Uh, sometimes fire. Sometimes they'll like they'll light a table on fire and throw someone through it. Um, mm. it, it it gets crazy. It gets really freaking nuts. I would strongly suggest looking it up. Uh, and if you just want to watch. That match, it's actually free on BR Live, so you could just go to BR Live, make an account. Yeah, you can go to BR Live, make an account, and watch it for free because Fighter Fest was available for free. And their next show, Um, Fight for the Fallen, is also going to be free. So it's pretty smart on their end. I have a question. Um, (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Has there ever been in the history of wrestling a case where someone has moved to another org, and in that case... Do they do they drop their persona? Is that owned by the the organization? So the name is owned. So Dean Ambrose is owned yeah. by WWE, and his move, the Dirty Deeds, is owned by WWE. That's so mm-hmm. it's so wild to me. That's like it, it's honestly oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I saw he the, had uh... to, he's had to re- reinvent himself. Yeah, so because it, it's a character, but no, no, he didn't really reinvent himself. He's the same guy. He's just when he was in the independence before he was John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Then when he joined the WWE, he could have been John Moxley, but I but typically WWE don't like to go with the independent names. It's been very it, it's actually been happening more and more lately because they want to get ownership of those. But sometimes the wrestlers can just say no. And they make a new persona, mm-hmm. um, and then they'll then they'll just go from there. And sometimes, yeah. like the new persona, turns out better. But the one that's actually really crazy, though, legitimately weird, um, is Cody Rhodes. So Cody Rhodes is the son of the legendary wrestler, the American Dream, Dust, Dusty Rhodes, right? And his name is Cody Rhodes, right? His brother, who is Goldust, uh, his name is Dustin Rhodes. But the thing is, is that they're, they're, that, that's his stage name, granted, the Rhodes stage name, because their last name is Runnels, but it is Rhodes as the stage name. Uh, they've used it their whole lives, right? Like, this has been the stage name for this family forever. But WWE owns the rights to Cody Rhodes. So when he left, he is not allowed to call himself Cody Rhodes ever. His He's, birth name. Unless he, well, his birth name is Cody Runnels, but, right, but their Rhodes stage like, name that they use as a family for, yeah, yeah, for years. generations now is the Rhodes. And wow. And they, they just own that. But the way that they, it's funny the way that they like get around it and stuff in some instances. So he just goes by Cody. Right, that's all he goes by. <laughs> just Cody, kind of like the 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 fighter and Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, but his wife's name is Brandy Rhodes or Brandy Runnels, and they call Rhodes. So she always comes out with him. So mm. they always say, "Coming to the ring, Cody and Brandy Rhodes." Ah, so that's, that's how they always get around to it. They worked yeah. around it. Mm-hmm. I saw wow. this. I saw this. Uh, uh, what's it called like John Oliver? He did this thing on WWE. And they explain how shit the freelancer contracts are all for the wrestlers. Like, they don't own anything. They don't, they don't have any insurance. 
And if they don't do the fights, yeah. they don't get any pay. And so they just injure themselves and get fucked up and they have nothing to lean back on. So I guess this new show you're doing probably stems from the fact that they want better contracts and shit as well. So uh, yes and no. Like yes and that I think a lot of wrestlers want better contracts because as it currently stands right now, all wrestlers are being judged on a or not being judged they're employed as independent contractors exactly yeah that's why which is like wild because an independent contractor is a person that is not vital to the operations of said company but somehow wwe figured out a way to make it so that in the in, they can continue to employ those independent contractors and not provide them with health insurance even though the wrestlers are literally the it, the the show because it is called World Wrestling Entertainment. They are the wrestlers, um, but it's it's really weird how they how they get around that. It's been a hot topic uh, in in the pro wrestling industry, and uh, I know a lot of people are like bringing it up now and and talking about it. And I'm glad they are because I think it's important. Uh, these guys put life and limb on the line, and it really sucks. Now, here's the thing. And it's not the best, obviously, but in some instances, if you are a top star, like, or, and I've, for the most part, like, they will take care of you. Um, they will get you their doctor and have you see their physician and stuff. But even then, there's like a really good podcast with CM Punk. He used to be a part of the WWE, where even then, like, there's a moment there. Yeah, like, their physician, he, he, like, Punk had a, like, cyst. That w- that happened in his like on his back, like a cyst that developed, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the doctor told him that it wasn't like anything, not to worry about it. Gave him some meds, and then told him to just get back out there and and do the show. And then he did the show, and then the cyst bursted. Bah. And then and then like yeah, and and it was it was like really bad. Like I think it was Jesus. like the. It was an episode of Raw where, like, he shit his pants or something like that. <laughs> it was, like, it was really, yeah. I may be getting the story mixed up, but, like, you know. What? Me, <laughs> shit is hot? It is pro, pro wrestling. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about pro wrestling. It is the best fucking thing in the world, okay? Like, it truly is. Why is shit in your also, pants so funny? It's I- also, it's also <laughs> like, the worst thing, but it's also the best thing. I, 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 cannot, I cannot describe it. It just uh, came out of nowhere. People just, can't help it when they shit their pants, but it's fantastic. Like, it's you know, so but, funny. No one shits their pants on purpose. It's not something you ring. should really laugh at, you know. But yeah, <laughs> no. you're in a, you're in a ring, so funny. and you're doing a WWE event on stage, surrounded by thousands, watched by millions, and you shit your pants <laughs> and break this. Like, ah, that's pretty unlucky, mate. My, I'm sorry, but uh, that's it's crazy. Lucky. My family was it's... sat around for a Christmas dinner one time, sharing stories no, of various times that they shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing, man. One of my sister's friends so... shared a time where, <laughs> where she'd been at school and she'd shit herself. And instead of it all hanging in her pants, she thought it would be better if she smoothly distributed it throughout her tights. (laughs) (laughs) What? So instead of having a big dump of shit in the in like in the cradly diaper area, 
she decided to just kind of rub down her leg and smooth it all the way down each leg so that it was evenly distributed and you wouldn't be able to tell there was like chunks of shit in anywhere and she just spent the last half of the day wandering around with like smelling of shit <laughs> oh no presumably smelling absolutely feces Presu- presumably I, I mean I don't know I can't remember whether she got sent home or something or whether they discovered it I mean I don't know I also remember myself when I was young being really ill one time and shitting myself at school and thinking well if I just wedge it into a pyramidal shape up my ass crack and it's just like a like a a, a mountain where the peaks perfectly align with my ass cheeks then no one will ever know it's just like i don't have an ass and so i just did that you know because shitting yourself is embarrassing at school you don't want to you don't want to admit to anyone so So what so what did you do with this shit afterwards i I can't remember i think i just went home and then i was like oh mama shit myself I mean, I can't really remember. How I must have been about. I think I must have been five or six at the time. Five. And you, five, you were and you're, five. You were doing fucking trigonometry of your shit. <laughs> yeah, I very distinctly remember thinking, okay, if I'm sat down, there's a triangle of unused space, <laughs> so I might as well try and put the shit there. I didn't know what the triangle was when I was five. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, mean, surely you guys have shit yourself before as a kid. Oh, yeah. I've never shat myself. You've never shat yourself? Like an infant. Like a baby, yeah, sure, but not as an adult. My sister got ill a couple of months ago and shit herself. (laughs) 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 It was phenomenal. No, I've never shat myself. Oh, it's a great experience. No, I know you would. Okay, real talk, shitting yourself is like, I don't know what it is, but... Because you're doing your best to like hold it for a super long time, and then you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, and then it just gets to a point where you simply just cannot hold it anymore. <laughs> and let me tell you, once you release that shit, oh my god, it feels it's like incredible. Yeah, it's like really incredible. Yeah. What is well, happening? But I've sometimes, sometimes it can just happen because you trust a fart, and suddenly, yeah. I've been so close so many times, actually. Okay, yeah. so you just... sharted. You sharted. No, no, no. I've never sharted. Because I mean, that implies shit has come out of my ass. Yeah, I mean, a shart is shitting yourself. Let's be real. Yeah. It's just got uh, a fancy I, I, name. No, no, I, no, 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 no. A shart is like a little shit. A little shit. That's, that's still shitting I've, yourself. Uh, sometimes I've, I've, I've let out some un- unruly biological warfare. <laughs> and, and it's been so close. But the, the period of time when this was happening, Josh, you weren't here. It was stage one of this year. Oh, yeah. You were on like a high-protein we in- diet. I was, yeah, I was just basically, I was drinking milk and whey protein and eating steaks every day and chicken. And I was on a, I was just consuming protein, so much protein, because uh, I was trying to gain weight. And uh, uh, our little cupboard, the, the analyst desk before, they finally moved us out after what feels like years. Um, but It has uh, genuinely been six months. Yeah, six months now. Uh, I mean, again, better late than never, but we, we've been moved out now. But... We were working out of a little fucking shoe box. For, <laughs> we call it the six, Harry Potter closet. Yeah, the Harry Potter closet, because it's literally the size of Harry Potter's room in the movie. Yeah, and, it might be smaller. Uh, and, and we were all, like, it was, we were supposed to fit five to a room and just work out of there, pulling clips for the halftimes and shit. It was horrible, terrible situation. We're out of it now. But the, the stage one, I was just basically close to shitting myself constantly. <laughs> it was Zoe and Malik there and, and Puckett. 
just having to deal with it. The be- the best part is when the butt clenching goes down to the thighs, so you can only walk by tripping with your calves. <laughs> and you look like a fucking moron. <laughs> walking through the I don't restroom. think I've ever had to clench a shit so hard that I can only power myself via my calves. You've never been there? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. I mean, if it gets oh. to that point where I have to shut down most of my muscles in my leg. I think I'd just <laughs> shit myself instead. No. <laughs> I think if... What, what, what's the fucking end point when you're Pink Panther walking on your toes on the way into the bathroom? <laughs> you're going to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to keep absolutely rigid legs and you're just, just toe walking along. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, you still have clean underwear. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of underwear. I don't have a lot of muscular When you're at school... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can't say I shoot myself on on the regular, but yeah, I just think it's funny. Cut, cut, this new topic. (laughs) Oh, actually, no, I have a, I have a great, uh, shit my, almost shit my pants story. Okay. Uh, and it was, it was when I first met my wife and the fact that we are still together (laughs) is legitimately shocking i nearly spit my water out alex you made that sound as if you saw your wife and you shit yourself immediately (laughs) (laughs) oh my when i laid my eyes on her near crap myself i did nearly shit my pants there no okay so here's what happened here's what happened love at first shite (laughs) (laughs) okay all right all right let me just say the story so what happened was Cynthia and I, we had just started dating and uh, she lived in Brooklyn and I lived in, in the Bronx and, and it's pretty far apart. Like it takes like an hour and a half, almost two hours to get from my house to her house. Right. So That's one day. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's kind of a trip. Right. So anyway, so we met in the city in Manhattan, which is kind of like the midpoint. And uh, we went out. Now, I don't remember what we ate. All I remember was that. I knew that my stomach wasn't feeling all that hot beforehand, but I thought that it was like whatever, you know, like I, I'll just I'll just shit in the restaurant and I'm and I'm good to go. Right? Yeah. Uh, didn't happen. Didn't shit in the restaurant. Uh, so I thought that I was okay. So I ate like a psychopath, like I usually did back then, and then I took her home because it was getting late. So I took her home to Brooklyn, and the whole time I'm on the train. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, man, this is like uh, something's wrong with my stomach. It started like grumbling out of nowhere. And then I just I had to get up. I had to actually like get up from the from the chair on the, on the, uh, on the subway. And I had to walk around. There was not a lot of people in the train. So I had to walk around. And Cynthia's like, what's wrong? And I said, I think I, I think I got to take a shit. Now, now, here's now here's the thing. We were going from Manhattan to Brooklyn, right? And there's this, uh, there's the Manhattan Bridge where we would take the train under, uh, over. So we were on the Manhattan Bridge, and there's no stopping. And the bridge was like a, a while. It was, it was a gap between stops, and and typically it'd be like 15, 20 minutes even. So I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Is there no toilet on the train? No, there, of course there's no toilet on a New York City subway. There's toilet. This well, is, no, on a subway. Fair this enough. Is, this is a subway. It's like it's like riding the right, tube. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Thing, fair right? enough. Fair enough. People do shit so, on the tube. Oh, of course they do. People <laughs> shit on the subway too. But I'm not trying to be that fucking guy. Okay. So anyway, so oh, you didn't have a plastic bag. <laughs> okay. Wait. So the story gets really good. 
so, uh, so we finally get over the bridge, and the stop is Atlantic Avenue Barclays, where the Barclays Center is. And uh, I, I go to Cynthia, and I'm like, Cynthia, I gotta, I gotta take a shit. Like, I gotta, I gotta get off here. And she's like, Okay, I'll go with you. You know, like, let's just, let's just go. Mind you, we've only been dating I for like a little while. It has not been, it has not been that long, right? Like, a few. No! 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 Okay, disconnected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah, you're back. Oh my sorry, god, sorry, I sorry. thought we'd lost you at a suspenseful <laughs> moment it, in the it's, story. It's, ha- it's happened a few times already. It's okay. All right, so let me just finish this real quick. So we get off at Atlantic Avenue. I have to shit. I'm I'm like sweating my ass off, right? And I'm running. And and in in New York, subways don't typically have bathrooms, so we had like subway stations. So we found in Atlantic Avenue that there was a bathroom there. Now, the reason why we didn't exit the station is because I was poor and I didn't have enough money to actually like leave the train and then come back in yeah. so, and then find a bathroom. So what we ended up doing was we went to uh, we found a, a bathroom in the station and then I went and I finally but like before I shit my pants, I finally took a dump. Right. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. So I look around, no toilet paper anywhere. Cause why would there be toilet Aww. paper? It's a New York city subway. So no toilet paper anywhere. And then I just yelled at Cynthia. I was like, Cynthia, there's no toilet paper. So she straight up is like, here, take my notes from my homework. <laughs> Shit on her homework. <laughs> shit on her homework. And here's the thing. You know what I didn't think about? I could have just used my sock. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what a fucking professor thought or whatever? <laughs> she comes in no, it didn't give the homework back. <laughs> no, but it I'm hurt. saying like as an excuse, you know, like all oh, the dog ate oh. my homework. Oh, this guy I was dating <laughs> shit on my homework. <laughs> he used to even, wipe his ass. It's even crazier is that we got married after that. That's <laughs> mind blowing. That's <laughs> amazing. Well, if you're comfortable wow. enough to do that with each other on like after only dating for like a what was it like a month i don't know cynthia <laughs> cynthia how long have we been dating by the time i shit that? on your homework <laughs> the 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 shit my pants story how long were we dating not long was it like three four months <laughs> damn yeah three four months yeah yeah three four months oh and then anyway, and then like today i learned yeah, uh, things on. that I did wrong, by the way. Sorry, uh, I lost a Victoria's Secret bra that she bought. Mm. Um, I think I I, I I left it on the train. Yeah, mm. I drooled on her, and I, when I slept, I drooled on her. <laughs> I don't know how we made it ten years. It's honestly very impressive. That's incredible. Impressive. <laughs> That's like a common thing, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. The drooling part, at least for me. <laughs> What, you drool on people in your sleep? I just drool on people in my sleep, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Apparently I, I talk wake in up, my, my sleep. Pillows, my pillow's drenched. I'm I'm a little scared of talking in my sleep. People have told me repeatedly now that I talk in my sleep. And I, I'm... I'm going to be real. I'm not totally honest with everybody. I don't want to be talking in my sleep and giving away details. <laughs> I, I don't want to get what busted. What do you say? I have no fucking idea. Apparently just nonsense. 
But yeah, at some exactly. point, if I say something that does make sense, well, people are not going to forget all the times I just spoke absolute bullshit. And they're going to think, oh, you actually meant that, that absolute raving lunatic talking in his sleep, telling me his no, secrets. I, I do it as well, but you don't need to worry about it. It's, it's slightly concerning. I, I've talked I, to my, I used to in shout sleep. in my sleep. Shout? Yeah, yeah like screaming. <laughs> I used to see Brent talking on like, Holy shit, that was delicious food, mate. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, my mum would tell me anecdotes from, like, the night where she was like, friend, do you remember last night, like, what, what, what you did? And I'm like, no, no. And she was like, she's like, <laughs> I, heard, I heard screaming, like, shouting, like, full on, like, at this point, I'm like, I'm like 13, and I'm, again, still going through puberty. My voice is pretty high. She's like, sound like it was a grown man upstairs. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you just didn't watch porn with speakers on? No, because I mean I didn't have a PC when I was thirteen. But but the just became possessed. Yeah. (laughs) But I would my voice would just fucking turn into like a a, a, an old man. And but I would just start screaming about again, like nonsense usually. But uh what, sometimes my mum would come in and find me with my eyes wide open, just screaming. Still be <laughs> That's a sign of a tortured soul. Your brain's been through some shit. <laughs> if- what did you do when you were a child, Brent? Yeah. Do you want to talk oh, I mean, I, we could go into it, but this podcast would turn. It would turn a dark path. <laughs> We would, we, would not, we would not be able to get back. I've heard some of these stories, and let me tell you, they are yeah. legendary. We need to pry yeah, them out of Bren yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. if what? Uh, if I had a child, if I had a little boy that was just starting to go through puberty, and I <laughs> kept going into his room on a night because he was wi- eyes wide open going, oh, 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 I would get a fucking priest. <laughs> I would get a priest in. <laughs> I'd be flicking holy water on you and shit. That's that's tapped. You're gone. I'd be so yeah. worried I'd fucked him up like permanently. You know, like every pa- every parent must have the slight fear that they're about to create some kind of beast. Yeah, and it explains a lot about me, I think, as well. As a person. I often get asked the question, how, how does someone like you come about? Yeah. Well, the development process is quite, quite excruciating, but it's sometimes <laughs> quite rewarding. But uh, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> trying to force your child into the Brennan Hook path. I think it would be incredibly unethical to force your child into the Brennan Hook path. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the I results problem. are not I bad. Just, just buy, buy, if I had a kid, I'd just buy like a dog they can have fun with and grew up with. I'm not sure that would solve everything. No, but it'd help a lot, you know, because it'd just be a happy dog taking care of a child. Well, what happens if you get a shitty dog? The, 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 that was not the fucking point. Right, but you can't... The point was to be a good dog. But you can't tell, you can't go, mm, Mr. Dog Breeder, please could I buy one of your goodest boys? You buy a dog and it either ends up being a prick or it's not a prick. It's like a child. You have a child, it's either a prick or it's not a prick. 
Yeah, but if I have a shitty dog, I'm not going to keep it. It's not like I have a child and it's like, oh, I have a shitty shy, child, I'm going to sell it. No, just it's gonna, a dog. Just going to murder the dog because it doesn't get on the UK. No, I'm going to murder it. I'm going to give it to someone else, like a foster home or something. Why would they want it? Why would they want it? It's a shitty dog. That's quite unethical. Because they work with dogs. I'm just a pleb. I don't know shit about dogs. If you take in a dog, you have to look after it. You can't just let it go. Yeah, you're supposed to be committed shit. to it. Yeah, it's a commitment. You no, can't just keep cycling just through dogs. for a while and then decide to adopt it if it's a good dog. Yeah, maybe. Johnny, yeah, that would work. Johnny, I hope you never have a, to take care of a living thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been living with Josh and I live with Bren for a year. What do you mean? <laughs> He does do a good but job you feeding me asparagus every night. You weren't taking care of us. <laughs> Let's be real. None of y'all uh, were taking not, care of each other. Yeah, sure. No. Mm. The, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think I, there's nothing that pisses me off more than immature, uh, terrible owners of, of, of both people and animals. Yeah. That annoys oh, yeah. me. That's my, the one, I don't hate many things, but I think if you buy a dog and you don't take care of it, you can just fucking die. <laughs> oh, whoa. That escalated far too quickly. What do you mean? I, Some, okay, here's, here's an example. My grandparents wanted a dog recently. They've wanted a dog for a while. They had a previous dog. Turned out to be a bit of a... A, a bit of a basket case, story. so they gave I'm, it to I'm me. I'm not saying no. I'm saying you get a dog. No, sorry, I'm going to continue down this path until no, 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 you tell no. me whether or not you would murder my grandparents. No, no. Well, I already know the answer is I, I need... would not murder your grandparents. Why? I need that ethical judgment on the record, <laughs> Bren. All right, no, no. so they they got when a poodle like, and they're too old to be able dog. to handle it because it's too strong for them. And of they tried for months. Scenario, they tried for months fine. and months. <laughs> Uh, but but in this, your your grandparents are not chaining the dog outside and not feeding it. Oh, you mean being cruel? You don't cruel, mean neglect. right? Mm. Buying a dog and uh, for example, there's nothing that annoys me more. It's a little bit less than that. That I see people all the time in LA with huskies, and I'm just thinking, huskies. Do you know the amount of work that a husky requires? Huskies are apparently very good at regulating temperature. Because I was thinking how cruel it is to have a husky in L.A. when they're used to the fucking Arctic and stuff. But long-furred... Is that not a fact? No, long-furred dogs are actually very good at being able to regulate temperature, hot or cold. So actually, apparently, huskies are pretty good. Now, let me just Google that and make sure I'm not spouting absolute bullshit. Yeah. But, okay, but aside from that as well, people who get huskies but don't have time to walk them. Because the huskies are a huge time commitment. You need to... They have a ton of energy because they're... They've been bred to lug sleds around, you know? You, they need to be running at mm. all times, preferably for, like, t- 24 hours. <laughs> That's not true. No, that last Hus- part I added in Huskies just a- aren't supposed <laughs> to be running for that long. I, just, I mean, I the only reason it. that Huskies can <laughs> run for that long in the first place is because they are in cold temperatures when they're running that long. If you got they them also to- have a fuck ton of energy. Right, yeah. And in hot, in hot weather, with- they, they, their energy levels drop, but... but- yeah, it's the same with the Australian, uh, what do they call it? Australian Shepherd dogs or whatever. What do they call them? Australian Shepherd. Sheepdog? Uh, yeah, they're like Australian sheep dogs or whatever, you know? So they're just meant to like run around and like yeah, yeah. gather mm. sheep. Just have a lot of energy. Yeah. You know Rich Campbell? He has one of those. Oh, what? yes. Yeah, he does. What it's the hell dog. is going to be the name of this episode? <laughs> Shitting your pants. <laughs> Defica- defecations and Bren murders 
dog owners. I don't know. Brent threatens to murder my grandparents while we discuss how we (laughs) shit ourselves. I don't know. Where are we going to go? We should should wrap it up, though. Golden Boy's got a a holiday to go to. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's been 50 minutes. It's a nice short episode. So, uh, quality over quantity. Few things for our uh, listeners and viewers and all that stuff. We're at 2.6 thousand. I know. Two, yeah, 2,600, whatever. Uh, subs on YouTube right now. Feel free to drop a sub over at the Foreheads. You can just look Foreheads Podcast on YouTube and subscribe. You'll Not see to all be the other confused with the, uh, the Southeast Asian channel. There you go. That's also making um, comedy bits. There it is. Uh, also, oh <laughs> uh, I'm going to just drop it here only because uh, I have reached out to some friends in the Atlanta area. And there might be a possibility that we do the foreheads live in Atlanta while we are at the Atlanta homestand. That'd be pretty uh, dope. So I'm working on it right now. This is my work on it phone thing. Yeah. Um, so we're, we'll, I will have more information uh, before or hopefully like after this podcast goes out. But if that's something you'd like to see, make sure you use the hashtag the foreheads, is it? Before yes, hashtag the foreheads. Uh, hashtag, hashtag the foreheads. Let us know uh, that you guys would want to see it. And I'm going to work on maybe like a live audience or something like that. Or maybe it's like a, a group of people. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, but, you know, just like a small gathering of individuals. Uh, <laughs> three paid um, audience members. Yeah, three paid audience members. Uh, also, all four of us would be at the Atlanta homestand this weekend. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I will be emceeing. And I know that somehow, some way, they're going to find a way to put me on the broadcast. So that's that. And uh, so I'll be there in some capacity. Uh, but I'll be doing emceeing in the arena. So if you're going to the homestand, I'll be emceeing in the arena. Uh, Brendan Sideshow will be on the desk. And then Johnny will be tucked away in his cave. In mm-hmm. the back, right it's actually will. a truck. Oh, it's okay. It's a truck. So he'll be tucked away in his truck. Uh, in the back. Talking about selling living creatures um anything else anything else that i'm forgetting no i don't think oh, so i think oh uh, yeah and I, and I commentated with jim ross fuck yeah that's that that's all i got it's pretty dope. dope yeah yeah that'll do that'll pretty do. dope yeah so that was a fun time um any any other housekeeping that i'm forgetting about no, I don't think <clears throat> I don't think so. Just remember to uh, subscribe or follow us on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Anchor. I don't know where the hell you guys listen to your podcast, but anywhere, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Ooh. we are. And a good idea: use the hashtag the foreheads. Let us know your best poop your pants story. <laughs> yes, yeah. fuck it, and, why we, not? and we will read it live on air yes. in the next episode. That's that's a great idea. I, I want to do it. I think it'll Unreal. be really, really good. Um, all right. So, uh, we, Brendan, uh, Bren and Reinforce have to shit their pants. They should not own living creatures. Um, and uh, and I and somehow I got married. That's mm. this episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, all right. So thank you guys so much for watching, listening. You already know what the dealio is. It's the foreheads. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Later. Bye.